John chapter 4, verse 19, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. The hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. And this is one of the few places where you have this direct answer. No. But now, we're continuing from uh, the encounter that this Samaritan woman had with her Lord Jesus. We, we had seen how by pointing out to the need for repentance, the question of a life of continuous sinning, it opened up her life and she immediately uh, uh, began to reflect on spiritual uh, truths. And then he began to say to our Lord Jesus Christ that God was a, a locational being. If he's not in Jerusalem, then you say he's in, he's in Jerusalem, we say he's in Samaria. You know, and, 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 and this, is the, this is why there's no pilgrimage in, in the Bible. Pilgrimage for many Christians is purely from a historical perspective to go and see where these events took place. Better you can find in your room here in Nigeria. Now, so, so it's important to, to, to understand what our Lord was trying to say to this lady. Because he was saying to her, God is not on a location. God is spirit. And, and those who worship him, must worship in spirit and truth. And everyone needs to grasp the, the true meaning of this. You know, God is spirit. And everyone that worships must worship in spirit and in truth. What this means is that we need more than our minds to be able to contact the spirit of God because there's the spirit of God that communes with the spirit in man. So it, it doesn't, God, the spirit doesn't speak to the mind. No, the spirit of God communicates with the spirit in man. And then it's the spirit in man that communicates with the mind of man. And that's what we learn from um, 1 Corinthians 2.11. No one knows 
what is in the heart of a man except the spirit of the man that is in him and even so no one knows what is in the heart of god except the spirit of god and so the exchange like the bible reveals in that scripture 1 Corinthians 2:12 the exchange but we as 12 says now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god okay so so no one knows what is in the heart of god except the spirit of god no one knows what is in the heart of man except the spirit of man and so if the spirit of god wants to know what the man is thinking he connects to the spirit in man and if the spirit of god wants to tell the man something it connects again with the spirit in man because it's the spirit in on in man that can communicate with the mind of man so okay now man when we when we take a, a step back to verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 2 we 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 get a clearer picture i has not seen ear has not heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for those who love him but god has revealed them to us through his spirit that's that's it god has revealed them so the, this this communication you know is at the spirit level god has revealed them to us through his through his spirit for the spirit of god searches all things yes he searches the deep things of god so so when the spirit of god searches the deep things of god you know when we pray and we seek insight we we seek wisdom we seek understanding about situations in our lives the spirit of god searches the mind of god and locates locates us there and extracts what god has in mind concerning us and transmit to the spirit of man and anyone who is accustomed to this will find that the the spirit speaks what we call familiarity language language of familiarity he communicates to you in the language you will understand okay and that's why every time either he speaks to you um uh, um, um directly or he speaks to you by revelations by dreams and visions and when he gives you a vision you know he makes sure that you understand it now we have several examples in the bible one of the classic ones is in acts chapter 10 where the spirit of god gave peter that vision of um, all kinds of animals forbidden uh, to be eaten by by jews and 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 peter was asked to rise kill and eat and he was like oh no so blend oh. do not call common and this was this was done three times and then the 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 the, the thing lifted back to, uh, to heaven and peter of course woke up and was wondering what type of revelation is this and then the spirit said to him three men are looking for you 
you know, just go with them, ask them no questions. Of course, the moment he went down there and, and saw that they were Gentiles, the interpretation became uh, clear. You know, what God has cleansed, don't call common. So, you know, Peter arose and went. Because of that spiritual communication, there is nothing as powerful as spiritual communication and decision-making. You see, Peter would normally would have had monumental restraints in trying to go to the home of a Gentile because uh, uh, um, um, Jews and Gentiles don't have any dealings, you know, and, 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 and Jews feel that their lives should be contaminated if they went to the home of Gentiles. And if you, if you, if we go briefly uh, uh, um, um, to that um, Acts chapter 11, you will see the kind of obstacle that Peter overcame through the power of that communication. You know, because this, this whole idea, this whole idea that God is a spirit is so powerful. And that spiritual communication is meant to steady the heart, uh, uh, stop all the confusion, and put you and I on a path, solid path of full conviction. Okay, now look at Acts 11. Now the apostles and brethren who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him saying, you went into uncircumcised men and ate with them? You know, you can imagine the, the tone and the indignation. Now, I want you to, because we're not going to uh, uh, read, read it, but Peter explained it to them in order from the beginning. But look at verse 12. You know, that's where the whole thing hinges. And Peter said unto them, Then the Spirit told me to go with them, doubting nothing. That is it. That is it. That is the answer to all the critics. The Spirit told me to go. You know, are you going to uh, say I should listen to you? and not listen to what the Spirit is saying, okay? So, 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 when the Bible says God is a spirit, those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. He is telling you and I not to make uh, 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 carnal decisions based on intellect alone, that, but that intellect should receive communication from the Spirit of God so that a man can be, be, be building on the rock he will have a solid foundation beneath his feet. And that's why, that's why when, you, when, you, when you and I understand this, we'll be walking with God in the spirit, not, not in the flesh. Yes, there, there may be countless arguments against what a man wants to do. But if the spirit bade him go, do it, do it. There are two reasons I always give for that. The one is that, the Spirit didn't tell them to tell you. So, so you had a, a direct communication to do something. Number two, they won't be there when you are judged to admit that they are the ones who dissuaded you. They won't be there. I keep telling people, all the people that are telling you all these things, they won't be there on that day. You'll just be standing alone. So, so uh, um, it's important. You know, when the Bible says God is a spirit, those who worship, must worship in spirit and in truth. He's telling you and I, he's telling you and I to, 
let the spirit guide us in all things okay let the spirit guide us in all things let the spirit Amen. instruct us in all things Amen. now the other thing that we must take away from that is that is that is that the spirit spoke the word into existence so the word of god is the voice of the spirit okay and so when when we when we we the mind of god also and so there are certain things you don't need to uh, um, uh, uh, wonder whether the spirit needs to or what we, what we need to pause and say well i want the spirit to speak to me whether i should go and steal uh, 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 uh. i want the spirit to speak to me whether i should commit adultery uh, uh. no anything that the bible has already said the spirit has said i don't have to wait for fresh revelation to know that certain things are normal, you know, and that certain things, you know, like if somebody says, if somebody says that, oh, the spirit told me not to forgive you, I say, ah, the spirit can't tell you that. Because the spirit has already told us that um, uh, when you stand praying, you must forgive if you have ought against anyone or anyone has ought against you, you must forgive. So, so that has, the spirit and the word are one, okay? Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says. The spirit and the word are one. And so Jesus said, God is spirit. Those who worship, they must worship in spirit and in truth. And that truth is the revelation knowledge of God, you know, revealed in the Bible and spoken to our hearts. You know, revealed in the Bible and spoken to our hearts. And, 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 and there are many things that are, are not revealed in the Bible in detail but they may be revealed in principle like kindness okay i have two loaves of bread but i bought it to last me this whole week okay and then you said oh, we've run out of bread in the house and everybody's so hungry i said oh no but you see i've bought this for the week you know and i buy it in a cage and and i i you know so there are thousand and one reasons why I, sh I should not give you that second loaf, you know. But then the Spirit says, but just eat one day at a time. A week is a long time. Give them this one so they don't starve today. And then you, you, you and your family can keep one. Hmm. It's okay, Lord. I'll give you. So I give now. Then I'm, uh, 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 we, our own bread runs out in the middle of the week. And then I might start grumbling. You see now? You see now? Eh? You see now? Then the whole blessing of the giving will have gone because of the grumbling okay but if i say okay let us uh, eat here more let us find another thing to eat you know uh, with joy and then that the blessing will you know so so the worshiping in spirit is is a whole package it contains so many things Do, getting it right and then doing it with joy mm -hmm. amen mm -hmm. That's it. You know, so that um, God will be kindness, will be truly blessed. So, so God expects you and I, because the Spirit is in us, because the Spirit in us knows the mind, the Spirit that is in us, indwells us, knows the mind of God. God, you expect you and I to operate daily according to the mind of God. In everything, not in some things, in everything. And that's why that communion of the Holy Spirit is essential in the life of every Christian. Okay, so 
salvation is of the Jews. There is no question about that. Jesus um, is of the seed of uh, David. You know, as God promised to David that there will not lack a man of David on the throne of Israel. And then, and then when the kingship failed in Israel, it was suspended until the Messiah came. A still of the lineage of David according to the flesh. And then also, um, what, what um, Jesus said in verse 23, you know, the Father, the hour is coming, and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Yes, God is not interested in carnal worship. God is not interested in the show, the show of the flesh. God is only interested in spiritual worship, where body, soul, and spirit is in communion together. And, and that's why I said when, when, when uh, worship is a song without, without meditation, then it is not complete. You know, you know, somebody is singing something, but he's not thinking about what he's singing. You know, somebody is uh, uh, saying prayers, but his mind is in uh, already. Uh, they, you see, then all of those things. And that's why we have to keep praying for the Holy Spirit to help us to always uh, concentrate, to always focus, to always communicate, you know, so that uh, our prayers will truly be in the Spirit. Okay, we, we, we will leave it there and then uh, continue to follow this lady who now became a citywide evangelist as a result of her conversion. Hmm. Amen.